Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? It is a wonderful Wednesday morning. and Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. This is the show that challenges you to make a difference. And it's the show that motivates you to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour... I'm asking you to spend the time listening, thinking about how this information applies to you, not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker, just you. You are the only person you can really change, and you are the only person that you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference in this world. We are all busy, and especially at this time of year, we seem to get busier, and we lead very, very busy lives. And sometimes in that busyness, it makes us feel more alive. We love that adrenaline rush we get when we have too much to do. Sometimes we like that challenge. But other times, we just get caught up in the tasks, the obligations, all the stuff. And we might find it easy to lose focus on our goals. It might be overwhelming with all of the information that's available to us, all of the many ways that information comes to us, and we might get cluttered in our minds with all kinds of what seems to be important stuff, but when it comes right down to it, that clutter gets in the way of the things that really are most important to us. And we end up taking for granted the people and the actions that we take that would be most important to us. So this morning, I'm asking you to get focused. And first, let's start with making our own sunshine. This morning, in my part of the world, it has been gray and cloudy, and a slight mist was falling, and as I look out the window now, the sun has just come out. So the sun is helping us to make our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? This is the time of year when most people begin to reflect on the important things, 
on the gratitude, and that's wonderful. What are you reflecting on? Are you grateful for your health? Are you grateful for your active mind? Are you grateful for the place that you live and the people who you encounter every day? And I'm not just talking about the people that you love. I'm talking about the people that challenge you. Are you grateful for them too? They're teaching you lessons. What are you grateful for? Our topic this morning is procrastination. And isn't that interesting? As we reflect on gratitude, procrastination is sometimes a way that we pull ourselves out of gratitude and into some other space. So let's talk about procrastination. What is it really? Is it just the putting off till later what can be done now? Is it manipulation in its finest form? Is it a hidden form of anger? The definition of procrastination is rather simple. Wikipedia tells us that procrastination is the replacement of high-priority activities with low-priority tasks, thus putting off important tasks to a later time. I'd call that a sophisticated method of avoidance. An avoidance that is not necessarily absent of productivity, however. You know, when I am procrastinating, I get a lot done. It's just that the things that I do are not on the list. You know how that is. You set out with a plan for your day. And then you spend several hours distracting yourself from that plan. Maybe with easy-to-get-lost-in tasks, like reading your email, or news items online, or surfing through every ad and blog and website that comes up until half your day has disappeared. Or maybe it's those computer games or video games. Any kind of mind-numbing task. The television works, too. And then, my favorite is the cleaning. It's amazing to me how much cleaning I can get done when I am avoiding something I either don't want to do or that is overwhelming to me in some way. Recently, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a task, a very high-priority task for my business. And it was rather complicated. And I was not at all confident in my ability to complete the task successfully. And the stakes were high. I couldn't afford to make a mistake. That morning... Both the spice cupboard and the pantry got cleaned out, wiped down, and reorganized. Amazing! Do any of these things happen to you? Sometimes we know what we're doing. I did. I knew exactly what I was doing. And sometimes we are so good at the distraction we don't even recognize what we're doing until several hours have passed. Do you give yourself an excuse and then accept the excuse as truth? You know what I'm talking about. Here's the list. I'm too busy. I need to think about that for a while. I'll feel better tomorrow. I just need a break. I deserve a little time off. Excuses. All excuses. Procrastination excuses usually fall into three categories. Not enough time. Not enough information. Or a desire to delay a decision. I call that avoidance of responsibility. Avoidance can also be about an unpleasant, boring, or tedious task. You just don't want to do it. It can be a task that you don't really want to do because it's someone else's idea. An assignment you think is worthless. 
a request from your significant other that you don't really agree with. Usually, it's a should, not a want to. Avoidance can be about something you feel less than competent in. You might make a mistake. What if others might notice your mistake? Or maybe you have little tolerance for the frustration of learning from your mistakes. The bottom line is that the high-priority task will take an effort that we are not willing to invest in the moment. Procrastinators are usually not very aware of their excuses. They usually aren't consciously passive-aggressive about the task. They actually intend to get it done. And they believe themselves. They believe that they really do have enough time to complete the task. And they really mean to get it done, even if it is last minute. They don't set out to do a poor job, though that might happen because they didn't allow enough time. They have the best of intention. And you already know that adage about where the best of intention leads to. There are many characteristics of procrastinators, but let me share two. Procrastinators usually have a false optimism. They underestimate the time it will take to complete a task, and they overestimate their ability to complete the task in a short period of time. If challenged, the procrastinator will reassure anyone who asks that they have it all under control. They are sure they have plenty of time to get it done. And remember, procrastination is not about time management. Secondly, procrastinators have a false belief. They believe that they work best under pressure. And sometimes they intentionally wait so as to pressure themselves into completing the task. That adrenaline rush feels pretty good. The bad news about these two false beliefs is that they get reinforced every time something works out. If you've ever pulled it off at the last minute, you know exactly what I mean. The feeling of relief and accomplishment is a pretty positive thing. One you are likely to look for again. And that is the beginning of a learned procrastination pattern. Yes, procrastination is learned. You're not born as a procrastinator. But every time you tell yourself that you work better under pressure, every time you actually accomplish a task at the last minute and it works out, and every time that you figure out that what you thought was substandard work is accepted and no one calls you on your lack of quality, you are reinforcing that procrastination pattern. And then there are the perfectionists. Are you one of those? Will you not start a project or a task because you don't know how to do it perfectly? Is the perfection of the finished work more important than the action of getting it done? Do you spend your energy worrying about what others will think of your work instead of using your energy to figure out how to do it and taking that action to get it done? Are you so worn out by your mental games that even when you finally back yourself into a corner to get it done, you have no energy left. The bottom line is that you take no action. And that is the result of procrastination, a lack of action. That's what procrastination is all about, is avoiding the action. And the price you pay is sometimes enormous. Now, I've asked you to think about how you impact other, wor- other people in your world. Well, what about this? Procrastinators have more colds and flu. They have more stomach issues. And they're more likely to have insomnia than non-procrastinators. 
Procrastinators damage their personal and professional relationships by their lack of action, their last-minute deadlines, and their lack of reliability. When you're late for a meeting, everyone else is frustrated. Not a good way to build rapport and have positive influence, is it? So do you want to turn this around? Want to learn how to change this pattern? First, let's identify the kind of procrastination pattern you have. Yes, you are avoiding the activity that you deem is important, but how are you doing it? I'm asking you to list your reasons for avoiding the task. What do you tell yourself? Are you the not enough time too busy procrastinator? Are you the I work best under pressure procrastinator? Are you the what if I make a mistake or what will other people think procrastinator? Are you the overwhelmed procrastinator? It's just too much to do. Are you the I'll do it when I feel like doing it or nobody's going to tell me what to do procrastinator? You see, these are all slightly different underlying needs. So just be honest with your own self. Be honest about the self-talk. What do you tell yourself? It's important to know what you're telling yourself so that you can select the correct strategy. It's also useful to let people around you know what excuse you use. They might be willing to call you on it if you ask them to support you in that way. I wonder if you can write that list. We're about to take a short break. When we come back, I have a special treat for you. I have a guest this week who will share his procrastination pattern with us. And we'll use a coaching method to help him move past his procrastination pattern and into consistent action. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Ever wondered what private investigators really do and how they go about solving cases? Each week, P.I.'s Declassified gives a glimpse into this little-known world. Join your host, Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator, in conversations with detectives and experts in the field. False confessions, forensic evidence, finding missing persons, exposing fraud, exonerating the innocent. All areas that Francie and her guests will cover. And have they got stories to tell? Tune in and call in to the live show Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Our topic today has been about procrastination. In the first segment, we talked about the different patterns of procrastination and what self-talk one might use to procrastinate. And I have with me a very special guest. His name is Michael, and he's here with me today to share his procrastination patterns and to do a little bit of live coaching. So, Michael, why don't you uh, come on out and tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Well, hi, Mary Beth. Good morning. Good morning. Um, <laughs> well, I am a uh, I am a recent college graduate who, like a lot of college grads, is living back at home. And I work part time as a swim coach, and I go to school part time. Unsure whether or not I'm uh, going to end up pursuing a, a master's degree full time. And ultimately, I'm just kind of doing some soul searching and trying to figure out what it is I want to do in this life. And when you're a procrastinator like me, that can be a really hard place to be. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit about how procrastination affects you. Sure. Well, it affects a lot of things I do, but the most obvious example is uh, is schoolwork. When I have uh, deadlines to meet and assignments to do, uh, as I was finishing school, it actually got worse rather than better, and it got to the point where I was uh, literally kind of counting down the hours before each assignment was due and trying to figure out how many or how, how long it would take me to physically do the assignment just in terms of the number of raw hours. So whether that's 3 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock the next night when the paper's due, if that's the time that I can cram it in that space, <laughs> it's really extreme. Okay. All right. And um, you said you're currently still in school. Are you finding that you're doing the same thing again? I am. And, uh, and it's, it's not any better. Um, I actually just finished a, a final paper yesterday. And uh, I found myself up at, up at 5 o'clock in the morning and working on the paper, uh, just starting to write it for being due that, uh, later that day. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> okay. And if you could change that in some way, what would you change? Um, I would change my hesitancy before action. I would change the the self-talk that I tell myself is, of course, that I uh, can only do this now. Now that I've got in this pattern, it's that, well, I could try and do it earlier, but I've decided that, this is this is the only time that I'm going to be capable of working. So are you meaning that you're telling yourself that you work better under pressure so you have to do it late? It's, it's both. I tell myself that I work better under pressure, but also that I tell myself if I try and do it before, I'm just going to be wasting my time. Oh, now that's an interesting piece of self-talk. And how, in your mind, how is it a waste of time be to do it early well to do to try to do it early is a waste of time because i'm going to end up procrastinating further and just spending lots more time 
<laughs> so I'm spending uh-huh. lots more time in misery. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm trying uh-huh. to really minimize the amount of pain, but really it, it's not working. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so your pattern is that you think about, I could do this earlier, I could try to do this earlier, but I already know I'm not going to do it earlier, so why waste my time mentally even thinking about it? I'll just wait. Correct. Yeah, and I actually don't spend a whole lot of mental energy before the actual task. I just allot myself a certain amount of time and cram it in and get it done because I know I'm not going to miss that deadline. Uh, But ultimately, uh, the work ends up suffering, uh, even though I tell myself that I work good under pressure. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that you're not happy with the quality of the work? Um, You know, sometimes I am, but like you mentioned earlier, um, when you get uh, feedback that your work is acceptable or that uh, it's it's approved by someone else, that then I begin to tell myself that it is good and it is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But originally, you may not have felt good about it. Correct. Until, yes. until someone else gave you the feedback that it was acceptable. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. What a trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, if you were going to um, identify kind of the obstacles that get in your path, the things that stand in your way, from making a change in this pattern, what what would you say kind of either gets in your way or slows you down or even stops you from making a change in this procrastination pattern? Well, <laughs> it, the the procrastination mindset is kind of difficult to describe. I find myself, uh, like you said, if if I'm doing a, a you know, a paper on, on the computer, I'll, I'll find myself just wandering aimlessly uh, on the Internet. You know, I'll go from one uh, Wikipedia website to another, and it's really a, a kind of mind-numbing that I try and get myself in. And, and, I, and I kind of recognize it while it's happening, but I just go back to that mind-numbing kind of state where I don't have to think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... Do you know what that's about? Do you know how um, what that's doing for you? <laughs> I wish I did. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Um, so when you do your mind numbing, if you back up a step and you think about the project, does the project seem like it's too big? Like it's a lot to to handle or a lot to do. At times it does, um, but uh, lack of sort of uh, vision or direction um, in terms of whatever project I'm working on is not necessarily my problem. It's just the actual action of uh, of getting it out, and mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll I'll even have a have a, a, a pretty good outline or a pretty good, you know, whether it's physically or in my mind of where I want to go, it's just actually doing it that is the mm-hmm. biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else do you think slows you down? Is there any other obstacle that you think gets in your way of making a change in this pattern? Um, 
I suppose another big obstacle is that there's really not that um, not that much in the way in terms of consequences for me. Uh, like I said, I, I always complete the work. I've never really missed a deadline. Um, and I get acceptable feedback, and that's that's the problem, that I can get away with it. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how we do that? Okay, so I'm going to switch gears with you, because I know some things about you, and I want to bring that out, because I want the contrast there, and I want you to be aware of the contrast. Mm-hmm. You have an incredible ability for self-discipline, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you okay. can say that. Can you, can you tell our listeners about how you demonstrate self-discipline? Sure. Well, um, I was a, a, a swimmer in college, and we practice, uh, you know, 11 times a week, you know, early in the morning, after school, in the afternoon, uh, and I, I don't think I uh, ever missed a practice in, in four years. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't even really an option for me. Um, and whenever it's those kinds of situations where it's uh, other people uh, that I'm doing it with or I feel as though I'm part of a group or a team, uh, I'm always uh, fairly dependable, at least in, my, <laughs> at least in being there and, and making a time commitment and all of that. So uh, I suppose I do have that kind of uh, self-discipline there. Okay. And you, you made it sound like it's four years can you go all the way back to how old you were when you started getting up at 5.30 in the morning to swim? <laughs> sure. I, was, I, was, uh, I guess I started in the summers when I was probably 13 or so, 12 uh-huh. maybe. Yeah, real young. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you've really been doing this for a very long time where you got yourself up, you got yourself to practice, you didn't miss a practice, you made that commitment to your teammates, and you followed through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in that, in that practice, I heard you say that it's because you're, you've got commitment to the team or to other people, and you, you feel that responsibility. Mm-hmm. How, is, how is that different from doing schoolwork? Hmm. Well, it's difficult for me to even think of the two as being close together because in my mind, uh, missing a a practice or or something like that is is not really even a a negotiable. It's not even something I entertain. Um, Mm -hmm. But schoolwork, somehow, it, it, it... it seems as though, you know, when it's just me and just, uh, <laughs> uh, there, there becomes room, room for negotiation with yourself. And when you let that slide, it just keeps going and going and going. Mm-hmm. So, is it fair for me to say that there's a different level of accountability? When yeah. you're only accountable to yourself, that's different than when other people hold you accountable. Yes, I would, I would say that's true. Okay. And have you ever tried some form of accountability with your schoolwork or with any other activity in your life? Uh, sure. I, I've done other kinds of uh, accountability with, uh, well, now that I'm um, no longer on the, on the swim team in college, I, uh, I 
uh, found myself getting a little bit out of shape, and I decided that it would be good to do uh, an accountability practice with my girlfriend, uh, making sure that both of us were exercising uh, as we needed uh, <laughs> daily, and and we we set up a a, a system for uh, making sure that we were accountable to each other in terms of ex- exercising daily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you set up some kind of a consequence if you didn't follow through? <laughs> you know, it was just uh, some silly things, like she had to watch a, a movie with me, and and <laughs> I had to get her Starbucks, and, you know, this this those sort of things. I, I can't even really remember everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, but they were relatively low in terms of impact. Yeah. Little things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Michael, we're going to take a short break, and when we do, and we'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit about shifting this pattern around, okay? All right. All right. So this is Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Our topic today is procrastination. And we've been talking with Michael, who's uh, shared his procrastination pattern with us. And as he's spoken about it, he's um, shared some information about how he distracts himself and um, how his procrastination pattern really involves that there's not much consequence, that it's been easy to reinforce that same pattern over and over again. And... We closed that segment with um, a discussion about some accountability, uh, a partnership that he did with his girlfriend. Michael, I'd like to move forward a little bit and 
and take you from talking about that pattern of procrastination to anything that you um, might have done in the past to change that procrastination pattern with your schoolwork specifically, since that seems to be where it shows up. Um, well, <laughs> like I said, I, I guess I, I did have uh, lots of times where I ended up uh, uh, trying to, uh, uh, to to change the pattern, but it, in the end, I ended up kind of accepting it. Uh, I suppose um, uh, I did... Uh, a bit of uh, a, a bit of uh, meditation, um, and that would help uh, mm-hmm. be- before I would do my work, and that would help for um, an interval for a, a little while, and then that kind of stillness would go away, and it would be back to the same pattern of avoiding. I see. And what's the worst part about the procrastination pattern that you have? Um, well, I suppose, well, the first, firstly, it's just, uh, uncomfortable, uncomfortable position to be in when you're, when you're working, uh, to meet a deadline literally by the hour or by the minute even, uh, and that's uncomfortable in the moment, but, uh, ultimately, um, it's that, uh, inability to, to take action um, when there's not a consequence or when there's not a uh, looming deadline. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if somebody's not really holding your feet to the fire, it's hard to find the energy to put yourself into action. Yeah, and I, and I'll and I'll a lot of times I'll begin uh, sort of self projects and I'll get excited about it. I'll uh, I'll. Uh, started and it'll be it'll look great and then it'll taper off as soon as that initial enthusiasm dies down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think that's very a very common experience is you know we get excited about new things and then we get into the hard part mm-hmm. or the tedium you know it, the it, sometimes it's just tedious you know you have to keep doing it or you get frustrated with it or you know it doesn't work out quite the way you wanted to well we sometimes we'll just let that go. Uh, it'll wait till later. Never mind. <laughs> other than your schoolwork, does this impact any other area of your life? <laughs> well, uh, you could say it impacts my entire life in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just being that uh, I I don't uh, I don't know uh, what it is that I want to do uh, for a career, um, and. Uh, that process and everything about it, whether it's uh, job applications or uh, actually deciding what kind of job I want to have, uh, that that I procrastinate that, and I, I do it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And does that seem really big and overwhelming? That seems big and overwhelming, yes. Yeah, okay. All right. If you could turn all of these challenges around and just kind of flow freely forward, what would that do for you? If you could just turn around this procrastination pattern so that if you set out to do a task, you just do it and get it done, what would that do for you? (laughs) 
that would open up uh, a lot of things for me. <laughs> uh, like what? Well, um, that would uh, that would uh, in change my life around in terms of just me being in this kind of state of flux, unsure what I want to do after school. Um, I, I would I would be busy. I would have uh, I would have uh, a, a, a task. Um, I would I would have a, a sort of life purpose. Okay. And what would be the best part about that? The best part about that um, <laughs> would. Well, it's hard to hard to even think of it. It, it's, it would it would just change everything. Okay. It, did I understand that correctly? You're saying that it's hard to even imagine that. It's hard to imagine having that freedom to just get things done or to have a direction. Uh, it's it's not that difficult to imagine because I've had I've felt those kind of. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's been years of my life where I've had that kind of direction and purpose, and for me, it was always through sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that that's gone, uh, it, it it is a lot more wandering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, I want to make sure that I have a good understanding of what you've said. Um, you've told me that you when you're have an assignment or something to do for school that you find your your way of distracting is kind of wandering off looking up things and kind of numbing yourself mm-hmm. so that you're not thinking um, that both in other areas of your life and in your school work sometimes there's just a sense of a lack of direction not knowing where you're going so it's hard to stay on task with that yes Okay, and that one of the big factors is is that there's not much consequence. There's no one holding you accountable. There's no one that you feel a commitment to be reliable for, um, that you can be reliable and dependable, but not in situations where it's just for you or you're doing it just to satisfy your own want or desire. Is that right? Yes, I, I I can do it for myself, but it's it's difficult to uh, to describe what that feels like. Um, uh, a lot of times, uh, it, it's wrong to say that um, it's always uh, that. For instance, my uh, you know always being at practice is always just for the team. It is for myself too. I I, I get something out of that, uh, so it's. There's definitely a connectedness there, but 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 there's there's a, a a reward for myself too. Okay. So does that mean that when you take a class, that there's not a reward? Um, not necessarily, because uh, I, I do feel uh, I do feel good. I do feel a sense of, like you said, after the procrastination, there's a tremendous sense of relief, and sometimes that that's and with accomplishment, sometimes I, I feel I can I do tell myself that oh I've done my I've done my best work here uh, when mm-hmm. it's been under that kind of pressure and strain. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the the classic adrenaline high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we feel really good in that rush. I mean, that just you know, that's surge. And I suspect that that's the kind of surge you got from swimming too. After a meet? Yeah, I, I think that's right. Mhm. Mhm. So, for you that pattern really you know, it comes from many places for you. Um and I would suspect that in coaching, you don't get the same reward as as a swimmer. Uh, yeah, I think that's true too. <clears throat> a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, again, I want to help you kind of get clear on what it is you want to change. If you could change this pattern of procrastination, where would it take you? Where would you be if you had changed this pattern? So if you were a year from now looking back at yourself and you've really, you've achieved what you set out to do, which is to shift that procrastination pattern so that you are now taking action very consistently, what would that do for you? Well, it would certainly change my uh, my view of myself and just you know how i how I feel about about my day, about my actions, about my uh, contributions to the world <laughs> okay, okay, good all right, so if we were to take this now into one little piece, pick one area. I know you said you just did a final paper, so does that mean you're finished with your school for this time? Yes. Okay. Is there something else um, that you're working on right now that you've kind of put off or that you kind of don't make it, you don't give it the priority that it probably deserves? Um. Forgive me. I've, I think I've just uh-huh. <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about this paper for the last <laughs> for the last several days. Now I'm uh-huh. I kind of after that I'm still kind of in the lull of what. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I'm done. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of of, uh, of relief after that. But <laughs> there are certainly things that I need to do. Um, I just can't. Spe- uh... Specifically with your class, is your class done, or do you still have things to complete there? Or uh, no, that that's that's finished. Okay, so are there other areas, job applications, areas of uh, getting information, anything like that that you're uh, putting off or haven't really followed through on or aren't attending to? Um, yeah, well, I've, um, I've been uh, serving as a, uh, a volunteer in a local, local school, and uh, I, I've been wanting to uh, increase those kinds of uh, experiences for myself. And do a sort of uh, a sort of self study in the world of uh, uh, charity and uh, uh, nonprofit organizations. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. All right, great. And w- and I'm going to use that. We'll we're going to take a short break again, and I'm going to use that particular task to walk you through on a new strategy. Is that okay? Okay. All right. So 
This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about procrastination, and our guest, Michael, has shared a lot of details about his personal procrastination pattern, and maybe that's something that you can relate to, is uh, some of the, the ways that he's, uh, the self-talk that he's given himself, some of the the commitment to others is fine, but when it comes to myself, that's not the case. And I think that's true for a lot of people. You know, that's how we avoid exercising or taking good care of ourselves. Is it just about us? We think it doesn't impact anyone else. So, as we move forward, Michael, um, you mentioned that you're volunteering in a school setting and that you're interested in expanding that relationship, doing a little more there or expanding maybe in other areas there. Is that right? Uh, yeah, there. And uh, I, I have this uh, uh, sort of idea that I, I want to uh, uh, immerse myself in the, in the world of kind of nonprofit organizations and, uh, and, and see what, uh, what's out there in terms of just, uh, charity and and helping other people you know it's sort of <laughs> an abstract uh idea or, or passion that I, I i don't know um what what form that could take in my life okay and in this particular setting that you're currently volunteering in what kinds of things do you believe you could gain from involving yourself more there Well, 
um, uh, there I'm, I'm mostly involved in, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, important but uh, uh, simple um, tasks of, you know, uh, one-on-one work with uh, a kid or uh, something like that. But uh, I feel um, as though I could contribute kind of a, a grander um, uh, uh, assessment of of um, the situation there and the needs of the uh, uh Children and the needs of the adults at the at the organization. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, what I'm asking you to do first is to look for the outcome. If you were involved there in um, more frequently or with more involvement, perhaps at different levels, what outcome would you achieve? For myself. What, yes, for yourself. <clears throat> Um. Link it to your goal. Link it to the outcome of wanting to do more in the not-for-profit world. So how would this setting assist you in moving forward towards that goal? Well, it just not. I'm just not quite sure exactly what uh, what what specific things when you when you say kind of expand your role. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what sort of things uh, do you have in mind? Well, uh, you know, what I'm hearing is that while you're saying I I want to do more there, I want to be more involved there. You don't really know what the outcome is, and so right. it would be hard to stay motivated, or it would be hard to even begin to motivate yourself to do that if you don't really know the purpose of why you're going there. Now, if you're going there just because it's fun to play with the kids, that's okay. Um, if you're going there because it feels good to make a contribution to a child's life and help them learn to read or learn to do something, that's okay too. Um, But one of the issues that I hear from you right now is that you don't really know what the outcome is. So it's hard to know what to do to get to an outcome if you don't know where you're going. Yes. Okay. So one of my suggestions to you would be that as you take this particular area of your life is to get clearer on what's the purpose of being involved in this place. And it doesn't matter what the purpose is as long as it's a purpose that's meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Then we have to look at the tasks. In order for you to expand your role there, what would you have to do? What would be the task that would either involve you more frequently or involve you at different levels? What would you have to do or what contacts would you have to make to accomplish that? Yeah. Um, well, I've, uh, um, I've kind of half-heartedly pursued um, gaining a, 
a, a substitute uh, teaching license so that I could um, be uh, more uh, uh, be more of a presence there on a, on a regular basis and uh, and actually get get paid for being there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, in order to do that, um, uh, I need to uh, obtain. Um, a, uh, a signature uh, by the school superintendent from uh, for the uh, state licensing bureau to issue me a, a license. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've uh, I've hit a few roadblocks there um, because apparently they don't actually uh, sign any um, license forms until they actually hire you as a substitute. So <laughs> I I'm not quite sure if that's uh, <laughs> if that's um, possible right now. Okay. So if you were going to pursue that, who would you make contact with for more information? Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've tried to do the, uh, the superintendent's office, and uh, it appears to be a bit of a, uh, a bureaucratic kind of mess there. So um, more locally at the, uh, at the level of my school, the uh, uh, the principal's office, I'm sure, um, would be one place to go. Okay. So, if you were to give yourself an assignment for mm-hmm. the next week to do something differently here and to alter your procrastination pattern, what assignment would you choose? Yeah, I, I would... Uh, it would... Um, to be uh, <clears throat> to be uh, uh, actually hired there as a as a substitute teacher, um, and the assignment would be to um, to make an appointment uh, with the principal there, and to figure out what would what need what steps need to be taken in order to. Um, to uh, gain that license and to uh, and to make that happen. Okay. And uh, Michael, is there some consequence that would be particularly unpleasant for you if you didn't accomplish that? Is there something that we could put into place that's an unpleasant consequence? Sure. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, one of the things, especially this time of year, that I really don't like to do is to uh, go out uh, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I could, uh, yeah, do a, do a day shopping with my mother or sister. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take that as your consequence. Uh-huh. So um, uh, give me a date. When will you complete this? Is a week my, enough my time? Task? Yes. Uh, Thursday. Great. So, Michael, I expect either an email or a phone call, and I will be announcing it on next week's show uh-huh. as to whether or not you have achieved your task or whether you have to go shopping with your mother or sister. How's oh, that? Good. <laughs> All right, we, we need to close the show now because we are almost out of time, but I really want to thank you for... Um, being willing to to share this with us today and to have the courage to talk about 
you know, your procrastination and, and the kinds of things that, that have been affected for you in that procrastination. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much. Now, Thanks for having me on. All right. Um, for those of you who are listening, um, perhaps you heard something here today that you can apply for yourself. I want to ask you, how will you use today's information? How are you going to make a difference in yourself, in your world, and who will you touch today? How will you be a shining light in this world? Thank you so much for joining me this morning on What Matters, and I want to congratulate you on taking the time for yourself today. You have demonstrated that you are worth your own time, so take this a step further. Go out there, touch someone's life, and make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.